0: there it goes everybody watch out and look up it's keep up with still insane and aslamalo welcome to the show i'm here with my the rest of the keep up crew here are my comrades and my cohorts aslamalo like i said the the best dude out there he's our co-host he's also our graphic artist He also does the artwork it's really good stuff he mixes in a lot of comic book inspired stuff he expands also. You'll see the new artwork with the Grim Reaper. He's doing really amazing things. We also have Harry Attilio. He's one of our producers. He does a lot of research for the show. He keeps us in line with timing and stuff like that. Um, like I said, he's a major contributor to producing the show. We have John, our engineer and moderator. Like I said, he's on Twitch. Uh, Thundercat John, spelled with a K, TTV. He's also a content producer. Congrats to him, too. He just got a new job. He's killing it out there in the IT world. Speaking of IT... NS Comtech. He, um, his name is Neil. That is his business. If you need, if you're in the local area, if you're in the tri-state area, he will come to you. He lives in Long Island, and he'll just drive around by. He has a computer science degree, and he'll be able to fix your computer for a good price. So let's get into some, some motherfucking topics. What the fuck happened? So there was a big Supreme Court win, there was actually a couple of Supreme Court uh, decisions. There was one for LGBTQIA+, like it depends on like how many letters of alphabet you want to use. But uh, So uh, they gained some rights within the workplace, you are not allowed to discriminate on someone's sexual preference or orientation. Um, If somebody wants to tell me what the other one happened, they can. I forgot what it was, I didn't write it down, sorry um there was a comedian that was not a comedian sorry there was this funny person on linkedin i got their quote and it said now that i can't get fired for it i want everybody to know that i'm gay and <laughs> i thought it was funny because like that person didn't have to say it but like i'm not gay so i don't know how that's like i don't know how many people i have to hide that from i don't i never had to hide who actually i'm not that type of person so like i could, i don't even like doing that it when I don't live my truth, it, like, hurts my body. So I couldn't imagine, like, someone, like, living their whole life like that. Dan,
1: yeah, you know, good for them. It's about time that they started doing this because it's it's way long overdue. And nobody should have to hide who they are and what their preference is. You know, we should all be equals in the workplace. And it's just something that should have, been, should have happened a long time ago. And now there's a lot more things that are going to come out. And th- things should start changing, you know. So it's about time. Everybody should have the same rights. Nobody should be scared of who they are. And it's it's just it's perfect timing, you know.
0: Right on, brother. Right on. Let's get on to something else. We also have the GOP Senate led and they're also a Democratic bill being uh, formed in the House. So the Senate is working on like we all know the Senate is Republican uh, dominated. And we know that Congress, the House of Congress, is dominated by the blue, the Democrats. So they're both working on legislation uh, publicly because they have more access to the White House. Uh, Tim Scott, he's also a really good politician from South Carolina. I don't want anybody to think that we're biased. We don't give a shit. Um, I, at least me. I'm not like, I don't care about Democrats either way or Republicans. I think they both suck. But uh, Tim Scott is pretty cool, um, he's black. He is um, from South Carolina. He has worked on a lot of bipartisan bills. And that's really what all you can ask for is someone that actually wants to work towards a middle ground. I consider—I don't consider myself an extremist, but I definitely am far left on a lot of my ideals. Now, I don't think that's how a country should be run. I don't think a country that would be a monarchy if everything like based on what I like is going down. No, i that's why I like diversity. I like what I like at the table. And I like what Oscar has to say at the table. I like what Harry has to say at the table. Because then we can all come in, and now we hear where we're at. Now we know what we want, and then we can see we can do it. And now we can see we can make it all happy instead of, like, being a jerk and being like, okay, my happiness is paramount and nobody else's.
1: Yeah, and no, no, that's true. We should all have our different opinions where we can come together and we can coexist all at, all at once.
0: And we don't have to coexist either, though. In my opinion, we don't have to coexist. Sometimes I'm doing that right now, by the way. Sometimes I'll comment on something that I really want to on social media. They'll answer, they'll reply, and then I block them. I heard it. I don't want to go in circles.
1: (laughs) No, and that's true. And you know you. Yeah. You don't. No, it's okay. And you don't have to um, surround yourself with that kind of stuff. Like I've seen a lot of different opinions on Facebook, and um, sometimes I think, should I say something? but then I can, I think about the whole back and forth that it's going to create and I'm not going to be able to change that person's opinion. And it's, it's it's just good. It's not going to go nowhere. So I I try to stay away from that and I, it's just not worth my time.
0: Yeah. We do. We're doing a lot of things, man. You have a lot of things to do with your life. Me too. When I was younger, I had a little bit less. So like I had more time to like wake up at three in the morning and see a notification. Like, let me go just talk to this white supremacist. No, I don't even have time for that. They're, they're slowing me down. So whenever like I get into like that huge like I'm I'm done I'm done I I I, I wait for them to reply. If they want to reply, that's cool. If they if they don't, I move on. But if they do, I just block them, and it's no offense. It's just I, that's the only way this is going to stop because you're going to keep going. You're not going to learn anything. I'm probably not going to learn anything. I'm probably going to just be more exposed to you and know that like you're super behind in the times. Mm-hmm. And even um, so, let's get back to the bill though. Let's get back to the bill, um, the police reform bill. Um, Before, there were... And so, by the way, big up to Black Lives Matter, the movement, not Antifa. Another made-up bullshit. We won't get into that again. But anyway, uh, BLM has led to no-choke laws, which is being worked on in the bill. Uh, No-knock warrants are being taken down. Shout-out to Breonna Taylor. Um, Someone was fired. One of the officers, one of three officers were fired. That's not enough, though. They all need to be prosecuted. They all... I'm not for the death penalty, but anything close to that, I'm down. Um, I'm not for the death penalty at all. Um, I just saw this meme because, you know, Juneteenth is around in Tulsa and stuff like that. So I just saw this uh, this picture of an, um, the youngest person ever in United States history to go into the electric chair. And I believe he was like 11 years old and he was black and his parents weren't allowed to be there. And uh, even when he was incarcerated, he was in solitude and... I don't know what kind of human being. I don't care what color they are. I don't. I wouldn't even do that to a white person. Even sorry, I wouldn't do that to a white person. Anybody, anybody. I don't. I wouldn't even do that to an, a, an animal. <laughs> I wouldn't even do that to an animal. So my bad. I didn't mean to get all dreary and shit like that. But like I said, the this movement has led to these legislation. Legislation. Yes. Are there? Is there some? Is there some damage of property? Yeah, but there's also damage in property whenever the Lakers do a three peat. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. yeah, I've seen white people during, like, the fucking World Series. I've seen them during a rivalry, not even just during a World Series, like, a playoff win. Fucking destroy the streets and shit like that. So, yeah. we can do it for justice. So, anyway, uh, to encapsulate that, to to finish off that point real quick. And, yes, please, I, I, I would love to hear your opinion on this bill. Um, like I said, no choke has, as a result of this. They're bringing that to the table. Um, no knock warrants. Um, qualified immunity, which is basically uh, the state. Coming up with any excuse, if it's during a police action, um, you like if you break down a door, if you break some property, as long as part of the police activity, you are exempt from that. You are going to not be liable for it. And part of that, which there's a huge loophole, not even a loophole, there's a Supreme Court decision that disputes that. Is that you're allowed to kill somebody in the activity? So you are less like—is it like it's an insurance policy for killing someone? So we're trying to get rid of that, or we're trying to dissolve it, or we're trying to make it harder for cops to be defended when they kill someone. So here you go, Oscar. You got all the info.
1: Yeah, man. It's it, we see it all the time. You know, we see we see when somebody gets killed, uh, whether it's they say it's an accident or they use ex- excessive force. We're just now seeing these cops getting prosecuted to the extent of the law and. It's like, you know, it's like we've seen it. We saw Dave Chappelle say it on his show. It's like a buddy system where the DA and everybody else is all in it on it together. And they're trying to protect the cops, which we understand. But nobody should be above the law. Not a cop, not a regular citizen. You go, even if you're on the job and you kill somebody, you, you should you should have repercussions to that. And it's about time that all this started happening, you know. And it's, and it's because of these protesters that we've seen um, – the movement of black lives matter this it's it's about time that we start to see all the change and the consequences that the if you kill somebody even if you're a cop you're gonna get prosecuted and it's 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 great you know just like last week we talked about the, um what happened at the wendy's we now the same week we saw those cops rayshard, rayshard brooks rest in peace yep, and we see oh. we, now we see these cops and they're getting prosecuted and um years ago that wouldn't have happened, you know, but we're now seeing action for what what's going on. And it's a it's time, man. I'm so glad that this is happening.
0: Uh, shout out to Mark Zuckerberg. We tried to promote our episode. Oscar did a very beautiful piece. It was a little controversial, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I'm sure the, the PBA is gonna come after our ass and bomb our house. But uh, no, I'm joking. Um, it, it's very it's 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 electric. It's very um it's it's within the times and mm-hmm. even like when they showed that Vietnamese girl being shot in the head. Um, no no man sorry yeah young man, that was um in the Five Bloods and other publications as well we i've shown it when i was in the news that we've we've covered that um the little girl like butt naked in like a war-torn country like vietnam as well um we've seen the syrian uh even shout out to syria by the way they're about to go extinct they're about to go extinct not only are they going through the coronavirus but yeah. they're being bombed by the u.s russia um kurds sui i mean the sunnis freaking isis turkey I can't I'm I'm devastated for that country Yemen and Syria sorry Yemen Yemen's the one that's actually getting the
1: crisis that they're going
0: through Yemen Yemen is going through a humanitarian crisis everyone anybody watching this show I know that we don't have like a million subscribers yet but like if you're listening to this if you ever see something like go out and donate for Yemen Yemen is in trouble yeah
1: it's very sad what's happening I'm sorry no, it's just very sad what's happening in Yemen. I saw, I actually saw it on Twitter because it was trending, and I saw a picture of a bunch of little kids and how the starvation's going on over there. And it just really breaks your heart, man. It really breaks your heart. It does
0: go donate, go donate. I, I don't usually say that because there's a lot of phony shit, but find one, find one that goes directly through that. They need our help. Like I, I can't stress that enough. Can't stress that enough. Uh. Let's go on something lighter. Let's go on something lighter. Five. Oh yeah. So we just started a new countdown system for what's happening. Um, we're also gonna like try to integrate that a little bit for the what the fuck play, the video game segment of our show. So let's get into five veteran women that should replace Confederate war criminals. <laughs> and uh, so if you're a conser- if you're a hardcore conservative, you would probably say uh, general or something like that. But we we, we call them criminals. We call them uh, yeah anybody that hoards slaves and yeah. You're a criminal. Uh, anyway, yeah, George Watts, take them all down. Like I said, you guys don't listen to Run the Jewels yet. Like I said, it's mind-blowing. But one of their songs, which uh, Pharrell is on, and in the chorus, he goes, like I said, look at all these dollars with just slave masters on them. Yeah, wow. literally. Literally. We are a country of slave masters on our dollar bills. That's literally the country. Like, you don't even have to look too far about how racist we are. Every single person on those dollar bills has owned a slave. That's crazy. And have murdered slaves, has committed genocide. Just saying. So anyway, <laughs> stay on the lighter note. One of the greatest veterans of all time should have a Confederate statue be replaced with her. Harriet Tubman. This woman has fl- freed the most slaves in history. In history. And not only that, during Republicans, when they were part of the Union, when they were part of the establishment of trying to abolish and abolish, sorry, abolish slavery, Harriet Tubman was a scout and an army supply. Why not? Replace it with that. I heard is the shit. Edith North, the Norse Rogers. This is someone I don't know, mother of uh, WAC. Uh, she is in an unofficial capacity to World War I. She was a newlywed in the field hospital for Red Cross. I should have read this, sorry. But um, she sponsored the GI Bill of Rights. So there you go. That's just from that, the GI Bill of Rights. There's so many people um, that have gone off to war, veterans and stuff like that, except for blacks and except for minorities. Unfortunately, they gained uh, benefits that, that carried them all over to life. You know what I'm saying? PTSD, all those type of things that they carry. They need health insurance. They need benefits. So that was big. Um, we have this charity. We have Charity Adams Early, first African-American woman army officer. That's a good replacement right there. During World War II, she's from North Carolina. We have Mary E. Clark, the army's longest serving woman. That's a good one, why not? Then we have, last but not least, Lori Petzwa. She's the first Native American woman to die in combat. So, these are people that are much better than Robert E. Lee, much better than uh, freaking Ulysses C. Grant, much better than Abraham Lincoln, much better than George Washington, who used to lock up the whole town of Mount Vernon that was all full of slaves. He used to lock them up whenever it was time for night. So, imagine imagine when it was time to go to sleep, he would lock them in. He would put padlocks on their doors so they couldn't get out until it was time to start serving them. That's it. Couldn't go to the bathroom, outhouse, nothing. Doctor, nothing. That is the person that you have on your dialogue. So anyway, moving on, moving on. We have to wrap up. Our producer, Harry's telling us we have to wrap up. And we have more topics, so we'll do them quick. Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima, thank you. Like, Harry, like Oscar said, we are riding the wave, the momentum of taking out, purging racism. I know we have the movie and the television show called the purge well right now we are experiencing The purge instead of people going to shoot people that are poor and black we're going and we're taking down racist shit so lead us with that real quick and actually lead us with uh kairi urban too please
1: okay so um let's just uh let's i'm gonna cover the and jemima because that was also a surprise to me you know we all grew up with with that and it's it was so weird to hear this because i had no idea of that you know i, I had that in my refrigerator upstairs and it's, it's the weirdest thing to hear about. And it's her. She's basically based on a uh, on somebody who was a slave, Nancy Green from 1834. And, you know, they, they took her and she became the poster child of the brand. And not only that, but she just became that poster child. And if you look up her, you know, the slogan, you could see that it's, uh, you know, it's a black woman and she has the, the thing up here and she's serving pancakes and, you know, and yeah, and it'll and it'll say, yeah, and it'll and and it'll just say, you know, it, like I'm looking at um one of the first ones that came out, and it says, tangy delight to tickle your appetite and mama buckwheats," and it's like, you know, you look at that kind of stuff, and you're like, wow, you know, and it's good that these things are coming out because we're unaware of these things, you know, because we just we're living through a time where we don't know what, when this originated and when it did. So it's good. You know, we need these changes because we don't need our kids to grow up not knowing what the hell's going on. You know, not knowing what something originated, whether it was racist or not, these things should be abolished and we should move on from these things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Put that end to in, in a museum. Also like anything that has that kind of, we're, we're Americans. We don't all have to share the same white history. Mm-hmm. We don't all have to glorify like the forefathers and stuff like that. There's a lot of important people that have benefited to this country, and that's just as patriotic, and that's okay. There's a lot of Asian Americans. There's a lot of like we have George Tacky on the other side, like with uh, Star Trek and his advocacy. We have so many people, so many people. We have women out there. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She's the one with basis of sex. She's the one that made discrimination illegal for everyone, not just for men. Discrimination against all people creed. So anyway. On um, Jemima, Uncle Ben Uncle, Uncle Ben On um, a, uh, Uncle Tom's Cabin All the tropes that you hear with that All the stereotypes All the uh, racist connotations And that's just in Ebola Rice So go into Go into Uncle Drew's Basketball League Oscar, please So you oh, know, we have Anyway, to wrap that up Go the Washington Rednecks <laughs> <laughs> Go watching Red Nats. We're purging sports logos to the Cleveland Indians, the Chief Wahoo, the frickin uh, Dan Snyder team. Like I said, the Redskins, fuck them too. the Blackhawks, the fucking uh, all these t- racist names, the Tomahawk Braves. Fuck them. All of them. They need to come down. Yeah. And I've been battling people on uh, Instagram. You're listening to this. If you're fucking watching it, you loser. Fuck you. Um, please, tell us about Kyrie. He's he's he's, he's trying to lead the NBA?
1: Uh, yeah, you know, we have uh, – the league is going to start up. They over, already proposed a plan where they're going to go into a bubble in Orlando. You know, they have all the facilities over there um, in, par- in partnership with ESPN, and it's great, you know. If the NBA can come back and finish their season, why not? You know, they – if they don't finish the season and all the, a lot of these players choose not to come back, it's going to affect their collective, collective bargaining agreement. And, you know, that's when the yeah. league can basically take up that paper and rip it up and they can start writing everything all over again. They can start creating new um, – how you can get your money. And right now the NBA and the players, they're at a peak right now where they're making – Forty million dollars a year. Um, if you're one of the biggest superstars, um, you have Steph Curry making that much money, and it's great for the NBA. You know, it's evolved so much from the '90s, and these players deserve all that money. You know, they they work their asses off to perfect their craft, and it should and it should be well rewarded. But if the league doesn't start up again, it's gonna affect their money, and it's gonna affect everybody who works. You know, everybody who works in the arenas, the, from the management to, to the, your local concession. So Kyrie Irving now. He, he has taken a stand and where he doesn't want to go back, but it's it's very mixed also because he asked the league if because he just had season-ending surgery. So he asked the league if he could go and support his team. But they told him, you know, any, any other time we would say yes, but because of COVID-19, we don't want anybody going out there and putting themselves at risk. So sorry, Kyrie, you're not a part of the team right now because, you, you know, you had the surgery. You're not allowed to go over there. So as soon as that happened... He did a 360-degree turnaround, and now he wants to start his own league. He's telling players to sit out. He's telling them, don't do it. You know, um, They're just using us for our talents. We make the NBA. Everybody knows the most talented players are the African-Americans and in, in the NBA. We all know that. You know, From seeing documentaries from the 1950s to the 60s on how the league transitioned when they joined up with the ABA, Dr. J came and everybody – We all know that, you know, they're the most talented players and that's great. But at the same time, Kyrie, to me, you're wrong because you can't go out there and create your own league. You're not a billionaire. You don't have arenas and you don't have any of that. So I get it. You're salty. You can't do this and that. But come on, dude, you still that's still your job. I can't tell my job. Oh, I'm not going to show up. or I'm not going to do this and that. No, we all have we all have a job we have to uphold. And we just gotta keep going, you know. I don't know what's going on with Kyrie. I do know that he is talking to um, Stephen Jackson, so maybe Stephen Jackson has has you know given him a lot to say now, and he's influenced him a lot. So who knows, man? It's just it's sad because you know in this day and age, sports is something that we look forward to. We we want that entertainment, and it, it's a bonding experience with family members. You know, I um I'm very close to to my father in law and his family and. I go, I've gone over there so many times to see finals games and it's been great. You know, that, that brought us together more. It's just something to do watch with your family, with your friends, like me and you Vince, we made a tradition also with Tracy and Kyle where we go yeah, and watch but, it. But to, wrap,
0: but to wrap it up though, uh, just like us, we have to find something else to do. And I hate to be insensitive to the Arrowmark mm-hmm. employees out there and stuff like that. And concession stands, But, um, that, that happens in life. Sometimes things close down the Trump with the tariffs in China. And we found out John Bolton, like through his book, which we will talk about next episode because I will be listening to his new book tomorrow that the judge said that he could bring out and whatever. We'll talk about that next week. Um, but like I said, like people's, the the top, you're right. Sacrifice people all the time, all the time. And it sucks. It happens. But Kyrie, uh, I don't want, I want to give my unbiased opinion on this to wrap it up. Uh, Go Nets.
1: <laughs> Boo. What the fuck
0: did I hear? And uh, right now, we're going to set a record for the shortest what the fuck that I hear. <laughs> Nobody contributed to it, so I'm going to say Rose Rouge by Georgia Smith is a song that you need to listen to. I also recommend the King of Staten Island soundtrack. I also recommend uh, a new show that I haven't watched yet, High Fidelity, starring Zoe Kravitz. It's on Hulu. I'll be watching it soon, so you'll hear a review. But those it's soundtracks amazing. are incredible. Say it again. That show is amazing. Oh, good. Harry can talk about it. So good. When we get it on the show next week, we, me and Harry will tag team that <laughs> Eiffel Tower. That actually, I would love to Eiffel Tower Zoe Kravitz with you, Harry. I would be honored. But um, <laughs> so,
1: how dare you? She's a nice lady.
0: What the fuck did I watch? Um, I watched Servants. On Apple TV Plus, it is a comeback. Well, how many comebacks does N. Night Shyamalan get? I guess I'm limited. All mm-hmm. good. Um, sometimes it comes out some really good shit. So Servant, like I said, is a, about a, a family that loses a child. Uh, the woman goes through a nervous breakdown. She's Claire from, and I forgot the actress's name, but it's Claire from Six Feet Under, the redhead. And uh, she's very good on it. Uh, There's also a character from Sons of Anarchy. He's really good. He's the husband. He's a chef. He's a microbiology gastronomist. That means he's like this hardcore chef that like makes sure that like all the the restaurants in the city. So they find this uh, nanny that's pretty like possessed and she's a lot of kooky shit going on with her. And all of a sudden, this baby that they had as a doll comes to life. Whoa, I need to get on that. That is a crazy show. It's on Apple TV+. Um, if you don't have Apple TV Plus, they give, I think, uh, one month to w- one to three, depending on like what, what kind of deal you have, one to three. It's worth it. There's a g- couple of good shows. Like I said, Gal- uh, the uh, Mythic Quest starring mm-hmm. um, Ray Ma- uh, Rob McElhinney from, uh, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So, yeah, no, Apple TV Plus is pretty quality. They don't have a lot of shows. And there are some duds uh, I heard that see. The one with Aquaman, the one with Jason I, I, my mom and dad tried to watch and it was terrible. Mm-hmm. I heard Defending Jacob with Chris Evans is pretty good. I haven't mm-hmm. watched that yet. But I, yeah, like I said, I've seen a couple of Apple TV Plus shows. They're slowly, they're not, again, they're not bringing it out like Netflix or any other streaming sites. They're not like trying to compete with them by like just giving you more and more. They're very selective. So if you're into that, all good.
1: And do you get every episode uh, right away? Uh, do you get every episode right away like Netflix
0: yeah, and they even have a Bob's Burger-created uh, show, too. It's called Central Park. Okay, it's about, pretty it's cool. all the same animation. They have really good stuff. If you're, they, And, th- yeah, they have really good programming. I'm not going to lie. Apple TV Plus has really good programming. So they have uh-huh. a, a show about na- uh, a reboot of Nancy Drew starring, uh, I think, what's her name? Uh, the one from Pitch Perfect and uh, Age of 17, Stansfield or something like that. At least I know. Lead us in uh, the new show. I, I no, it's not new, but it's on its second season. Mr. Iglesias. Yeah, Mr. Iglesias. So the show, Mr. Iglesias, is about a high school teacher, just trying to get the misfits of the school, just to pass history class and uh, other grades, in their high school career. And he's that Done. teacher that yeah, he's that teacher that like looks out for the kids and the te- the teacher that everyone kind of needs. You know the one that's just looking out for everybody? A lot Is of jokes. It's a feel good comedy, I'd have to say. Nice. They, they, okay. they bring up like political issues in a funny way as well. Like this whole Latin X thing was in there. They brought up like uh clean energy, you know. But basically yeah, no, don't, don't, the don't let your girlfriend catch you saying
1: Latin X. Latin X <laughs> <laughs> Nope sounds like a it sounds like a feel good um dangerous minds with a a twist of comedy so you give us that I'm imagine, all for it man imagine <laughs> Glacius coming out to coolio <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no i don't think i don't think harry met that kind of misfit i think they're just like kind of like awkward it, yeah. he right takes okay. care of the dumb kids pretty much you know yeah. they have the smart class and the dumb class he oh, takes care like oh okay okay yeah steve Harvey used to have like the
1: the quote bullet. unquote, Reef <laughs> Reef <laughs> yeah, the bullet Reef and Reef Romeo, Reef.
0: yeah, Romeo. Oh,
1: rest in peace. He was good. He was good yeah. on the show. And, uh, and then you had a psychic Bullethead. That's right. I love Bullethead. He was yeah. great. That was a good show. He had always have he that's when he was actually
0: really, really good. King's Economy. Yeah. He's a little bit of a, yeah, he's a little bit. <laughs> now. But that's before he sold out. So we have, uh, so me and Oscar watched The King of Staten Island. I'll give you a little plot line to that real quick. Um, it's about this guy that is like pretty much like a stoner and shit like that. Um, his name is Pete Davidson. Well, not in the movie, obviously. It stars Pete Davidson, it has Marissa Tomei. It also had Judd Apatow's uh, daughter. I forgot her name. She's she's cool. She's in. It. It's got a lot of cameos, actually. Bill Burr um, on track is awesome. Kid Cuddy's on it. I mentioned that before in the What the Fuck Did I Hear? But basically, like I said, it's like this dude that's like this failed like tattoo artist and shit like that, and he's just trying to figure shit out. And, yeah, it's like kind of a coming of age of a mid-25-year-old in Staten Island. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Very funny. A lot of uh, introspect into the Staten Island area. You know, a lot of us view it as a dump. But, hey, everything starts as a dump.
1: Yeah. yeah you know, and if you like dark humor, this movie's right up that alley. You know, you're you you you're watching this and you're like, holy shit, did they really say that? But it's that yeah. dark humor that okay. we need sometimes. Okay. Yeah. he's all, And, you know, it, it, this movie actually really surprised me with uh, Pete and Bill Burr. Because, they, you know, we've seen Bill Burr on um, – he was in The Mandalorian in one of the episodes. But I'm it really surprises bad. you. These Great guys bad. stepped it up. Yeah, they these guys stepped it up. And it was actually –
0: Me and Harry mm-hmm. watched that show, and that just premiered its fourth season, right, Harry? Yeah, season four just came out. That's right. I haven't watched it yet. Vince Vaughn produces that show. He actually brought it to Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's a Bill Burr's show, obviously, but they both, both co-produce it. Yeah,
1: um, Bill Burr was also just recently on uh, Joe Rogan, and you know, he's he's awesome. He he's very honest. He talks about he talks about his life, talks about the, these movies these shows he starred in. So it's it's pretty cool. You know, it's it's good to see these actors getting getting their chance and actually doing a good job. Because a lot of times when we see these comedians go into a movie, they bomb, you know, and we're like, maybe you should stick to comedy
0: you did a quality performance everybody marissa tomei bill Burr, kudos Mm -hmm. we won't spoil anything so let's let's move on uh please lead us and you should have left don't spoil too much and keep it quick
1: yeah so we have um you should have left it stars kevin bacon and it's basically yes and it's basically one of those um movies where you know it's it's a haunting something paranormal i'll leave it at that but it's just you know this is a movie that is a uh, video on demand it's at the movies right now but you know what you could watch it at the comfort of your own home you could rent it so do that you know save yourself a trip bo- get some popcorn on the couch and just enjoy it
0: nice and it's a big controversy because of the age gap and we've talked about that before i personally don't agree with age gap uh shaming or any type of age shaming if uh kevin bacon who's married to kira sedgwick she was uh from i think cold case or something like that. Uh, or the uh, the I forgot it was a it was a crime show. She's a really good actress as well. But anyway, that's between them. That's between anybody else. If people want to mm-hmm. date who they want, but anyway, that's the big controversy. That I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I'll give a little bit of a take on it next week. But you gave a great review on it. Thank you. Uh, the Last Emperor that won nine Academy Awards. It was basically about Pu Yi. He was the last emperor of China. It shows him being a prisoner of it shows him being a prisoner of like the world war two and like how it happened. He's literally the last dynasty of China after world war two. So if you need to see a retro movie that won a bevy of Academy awards, go watch that. And the last thing to wrap it up, Looney Tunes, we don't have to get too far into it, but we think it's a little silly. I think it's a little silly that, um, people have a problem with SpongeBob being gay and they also have a problem, which again, this is fiction. Who cares? And there's gay people out there. Who cares also, uh, they took away Elmer Fudd's gun, and in the new cartoon, it's not like they edited yep. it out of the old ones. Like, who cares? It's not that serious. Like, why do you need violence in your show that badly? Like, why are you obsessed with your children seeing guns in a show that badly?
1: Yeah,
0: Elmer and with seventy cents. So let's wrap that up. Go ahead, Oscar. Give us. A- yeah, and you know
1: we grew, up, we grew up with the, with the Looney Tunes. So there's nothing wrong with that. You know, um, on HBO Max, if you haven't checked it out, they actually have um, new Looney Tunes um, episodes that they created. And right. I, I actually saw the, a couple of them with Ava and right. she, she would not stop laughing. You know, it oh, was awesome. Right. It was great. And I loved it. So, you know, it's, it's for the, for people who are sensitive. I don't get it. You know, we grew up with this. So whatever.
0: It's hard to find programming that the whole family could watch or you just you and your daughter can watch. So yeah. kudos to, to freaking Looney Tunes. and I'm glad that you guys found something. What the fuck did I play? And this is another next week, guys, will be better. We're going to contribute to the outline more. But anyway, uh, and I'm not even going to go that hard on this either because we don't have that much time also. And plus, The Last of Us, I didn't play that much. I'm not going to lie. i was very excited to get it on the pre-order, but I was more excited about the extra content. It wasn't like I needed to play it at midnight. Uh, It's it's going to be a long game. It's like I think a lot of people have reached 50 hours to complete it. Um, That's okay. I'm in for the long haul. It's a beautiful game. It's from Naughty Dog, the same creators as Tomb Raider and uh, Uncharted and so many other Great titles. Oscar's right. They do keep up with like kind of a theme. If you haven't played Last of Us 1, it stars, uh, the voice actually is uh, Ellen Page. Yes. She is the girl. And I don't know who plays the man, but it's basically like Walking Dead. But a little twist at the end, which I'm not going to tell you is, yeah, there's a little twist. It's not exactly like Walking Dead. You're like, it is like Walking Dead. And it's mm-hmm. like Omega Man. It's like the um, that Will Smith movie and uh, Charlton Heston, the old one. Uh, i am legend it's like basically just the end of the world the apocalypse and they're just traveling through cities and it's really detailed it's really beautiful even though it's an older game it's like one of the first ps4 games if you mm-hmm. play it on a ps4 to- pro today it's one of the most gorgeous games even today so Damn. hop on that hop on the sequel it's probably the one of the, it's probably the last good title before ps5 comes out what the fuck did i say talk about sleep divorce and what do you think about that Oscar I've read that online I read a couple things how do you feel about sleep divorce and I know it sounds aggressive it sounds like something bad but it's actually not
1: no you know what um my grandparents um since I since I remember knowing them in this country they had separate beds you know it's just something of um of the old uh, of an old time you know I I don't I don't see nothing wrong with it it's if, if you agree with you with your with your husband or wife that this is what you want. You want separate beds to sleep in. I don't see any problem with it. You know, we're living in modern times where you could do whatever the hell you want. So, yeah, totally agree with you, dude. Um, I did it. I'm not gonna lie. My,
0: I think my view has changed, even though I've never been married, and he, I don't even think I've cohabitated with a woman before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever, I'll, I will one day. I hope I do. <laughs> That'd be nice, or maybe not. <laughs> But uh, sleep divorce, it seems, it seems sensible. It seems, if you need to do it, if you need to do it. I would prefer to sleep with my wife, my my partner. I would prefer that. That would be nice. Easy access. No, I'm joking. But, uh, but people have this misnomer like that doesn't happen. As if like separate beds and even separate rooms. That's what I'm even talking about. I'm not even talking about separate beds. Like I know oh, wow. that that's separate a variation rooms. of it, but people even have separate rooms because mm-hmm. for instance, sorry, the person they were talking about in the article It's like somebody like a Ryan Seacrest type. Oh, it wasn't even Ryan Seacrest. Sorry, the article was about Carson Daly. There you go. Mm. He was talking about sleep divorcing because he wakes up at 3 a.m. every day and his wife does not. That's unfair. That's unfair to do to somebody, even the family. So I think, I I thought it was a good idea that he has a separate room. They're rich, obviously. He works Mm. on the voice. So it doesn't make, so obviously for different people, different circumstances, but I thought that was a cool idea. So that's why we brought it on. What the fuck did I say? Fake advocates. So we're going to wrap this up. And of course, we're going to get your thoughts, guys. I don't want to leave you guys out. It's a great episode, by the way. We covered a lot of ground. Uh, we kept things organized, so we can't ask for more than that. So fake advocates. I'm going to read you. I'm going to start it off with an Instagram post that I posted on my story. Still been seen. And so it says, y'all screaming, protect black women. And still kicking it with your homeboy who posted his girl's nudes, still chilling with another homeboy accused of rape, kicking it with the home, the homie who degrades women at every chance he gets. Get the fuck out of here. And it's true. It's true. And I want to actually give truth to that. A lot of us who have been in relationships, I'm not saying actually, I can't even say a lot of us. I'm going to say me. I'm like, to well, lie. like we, I recorded stuff during, not everybody. I recorded stuff and not like without the person knowing, by the way, this was all like consensual recordings. So. But it's wrong to keep it after the relationship. And the only reason why I say that is, yes, it is your property. You both were performing in it. That's cool. Blah, blah, blah. But it gets pretty toxic when you freaking break up with someone and the thoughts that go in your head are not good. They're not good. So to be honest, it's, it's like kind of like a nuclear warhead. Like you don't want to it to get in the wrong hands. So with like the fapping and like a lot of that, that could be prevented by just deleting it. And I'm not even saying that's the end all to anything. I'm not even saying that's the fix to revenge porn and shit like that. But the way, the first step, the first of many steps is to get rid of it. So I would like to make an announcement, something really personal. What of my exes, I had a couple of videos and a couple of pictures, even like a boob shot and shit. Got rid of it, got rid of it. Because there was a time in my life, not now, not now, I've grown from it. But a long time ago, there was times where I thought about doing it. And it's illegal, first of all. It's illegal to do. It's disgusting to do to someone. But that's how hurt people are. And that's why someone should not have that in their possession. So I suggest, first of all, don't record yourself fucking. (laughs) That's A. Like, that's a great way to prevent anything. B, when the relationship's over, at least, get rid of it. Like... Jerk off to it a couple of times, but like be done with it after that, because like, again, you, it's too tempting. So I want it. Like I said, I got rid of it all. I've looked on every one of my clouds and all that stuff. I got rid of it. I, it was just just wasn't beneficial to me anymore.
1: And uh, that's good. Good for you, Vince. You know, we, you moved on and you, you want to prevent anything from happening. You know, you can get into a lot of trouble with that kind of stuff if it gets leaked. So, so good for you.
0: Have you guys uh, not say I'm not asking if you have recorded or anything like that, but like, have you guys ever been like, you know, in a situation where like you had something to hurt another person, but you just said, yo, let me just get rid of this. Like, let me just be done with this so that I don't even do that to that person. Like, I know I hate that person, but like, I don't want to live that life.
1: You know, me just personally, I've, I've never had anything like that just because of the fear of anything just getting out. You know, you just you just yeah. want to be careful. You know, even I, I've been married so long, I don't even feel comfortable with just anything of me and my wife on my phone. And it's my phone just because it's you know, you never know, you know, you, you can be hacked. And if, if something point. gets out, you know, that, that that's out there, that's out there in the, in the world for everybody to see. And that's the last thing you would want to do. You know, you don't want to embarrass anybody. You don't want to hurt anybody. So. It's just best to keep it off, you know, and just be very careful because things get out there. We've seen plenty of times where, you know, people uh, I've seen um, men try to hurt women and those men get in trouble for that. And they deserve to get in trouble for that because no woman should be put out there for the whole world to see for a private moment, you know. I agree,
0: especially if the publishing of that moment is not consensual. Maybe the recording of it was consensual, but the actual yeah. distribution—the distribution of it—and there's all types of things that can happen. There's people that are like, you know, either underage in a situation, or like mm-hmm. they were dealing with somebody's homie's girlfriend, or like they were in some crazy nasty shit. It's just better not to have proof of that stuff. You dumbass. We're yep. talking to you, Kashi Six Nine, with your thirteen-year-old ass. Anyway, joking. Um, I'm assuming Harry doesn't have anything in the end uh, to contribute to this because he's like rushing us through the outro. But it's that, thats his job, so I can't be mad at him for it. Like I said, get rid of the Redskins. Get rid of the Wau—the Chief Wahoo. That's the next. That's the next step. The BLM will never end, and it shouldn't. We should all be dedicated to making Oscars live matter. The the, o- the only way to get it to all lives matter is to actually accomplish Black Lives Matter. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Black trans matter. No anti-Semitism, none of that stuff. We all need to treat each other. Yes, all lives matter. Yes, that's obvious. But the people that need more help, we need to focus on them too. So let's get to the outro. Let's uh, get people our handles for social media. Like I said, uh, Twitter, we are KeepUpNY. Twitch, we are Keep up NYC. Instagram, we are Ke- Keep up NYC as well. Patreon, which we will fill up very soon. By the end of the summer, at least, you'll get to see us. We're also thinking about getting on Cameo. Giving like personal messages to people for you know a nice price. Facebook, our fan page, is run by our new social media manager, Anama. She's my cousin. We welcome her back. She was getting a little busy, so now we got her back on schedule. She'll be scheduling our social media posts and talking and engaging with fans. So if anybody has something to say, if anybody has a question, if they want to participate in a poll or giveaway, you hit her up. So uh, we have my personal Instagram, which is still been seen. Oscar's personal one is Oslamalo. Harry's is uh, 23, I believe, right? Our birth date. Then we have John, like I said, Thundercat. The, the cat is spelled with a K. John.ttv. So if you want to catch up with him and watch him on Twitch, please do so. And we're going to get the fuck out of here. Let's do it. You better shut the fuck up. Listen up. And keep up. With Oslamalo and still been saying, over and out.